This is our extra segment about the movie Get Out. Enjoy. Get Out uh, was a movie that came out directed by Jordan Peele of Key and Peele fame. It's a social thriller, they're calling it. Yeah. And it is the main take that they start with is like liberal racism. Like that's kind of like the, the hook that reels everyone in. But it's not quite that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 you seen this movie? Um, I've seen it twice, and there are certain movies like this is a tell of a good movie. Is um, you watch a movie and you think it's good, and you watch it again and you think it's better. Uh huh. Um, Great match too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, because basically it's like okay, so like once you get past like the bells, was like when we talk about, for example, the Triple H. In Sting match at WrestleMania 31, it's like the first time met through it, you like, wow, this is awesome! Like Triple H, DX, Shawn Michaels, and, and we should WWE, watch that after this, right? And then like you watch it again, and you're like, okay, like and, you know, even though I say this in, in real time, but you know, I think like I have a mind, I have a freaking neurotic mind, it just like makes it to where like I can't enjoy anything for the most part. So like, when I see NWO come out with Sting for, for, on Sting Pam, I'm like, are you? Are they coming to screw him? Because there's already, you know, five of the guys out here trying to screw him right now. That would have made sense. So, um, anyway, um, back to actual uh, the actual movie. I thought, um, I don't, and I'm not really into horror. I'm, you know, I'm barely into thriller, like horror. Like, my thing is I don't really, like, navigate that space. Like, similar people that don't, like, listen to, like, Adele or, or Mary J. Blige or any sad shit. It's like, that's not my thing. Like, I don't like listening, feeling, being in that space or whatever. Like, horror's not my space. I don't feel, I don't like feeling, like, feeling heart, heart rate bumping. And, and feeling, not, yeah, just feeling bad because you're like, I'm feeling scared. Like, mm-hmm. it's a terrible feeling, right? So, um, some of the elements that he put in, um, as far as, uh, as far as, like, the storytelling of, of what's going on and, I, I would say, like, for me, like, to see that, it, it, maybe it resonates with, with, with someone like me or you more because, like, we've relatively have been in situations similar to that, like, you have to deal with people, I guess, for lack of a better word, like, microaggressions, mm-hmm. like, being in these spaces full of white people, and then having, like, basically, like, because of game theory and how to survive and, or, you know, survive and deal with and assimilate in situations... Like, you have to deal with somebody saying shit to you that's, like, racist, but you break, like, lightly racist, yeah. vaguely racist. Diet okay. racism, <laughs> they, they might Diet say. Diet racism, yeah. Uh, this time with no caffeine. Right. Uh, so, um, <laughs> so, like, see him, like, go through some of that stuff and navigate it, and it's like, okay, I get it. And then, like, you throw in, like, the uh, the, the dating part of it. Yeah, and before we even get to like the the end with like you know the craziness that ensues, but like just to see that, just like it was such it. a well built story, that layer on top of layer on top of layer, that one thing sets up another that justifies the other thing that happens. Right, but I mean, it even stands security like on the back end. So like, except for there, there's literally only I mean, I can only see one gigantic plot hole. But I mean, but. Like, the movie is so good that, like, it lets you forgive some of the stuff that just, like, okay, well, you just, just flat out some of the, some of that is, like, if you think about it, like, just some of the stuff at its face is ridiculous to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess you want to talk about spoilers, I can get into that, get into that right now. 
Yeah. All right. So, like the movie. Cut your podcast off if you don't want us to hit, to spoil this for y'all. Yeah. So, basically, what I was saying about as far as that was just like the movie is so good that you forget the part of like, oh yeah. So they're just like randomly grabbing up niggas and and uh, and giving them <laughs> and, and and basically like body doing, smashing and doing brain and doing brain transplants with no regard for like you know blood type or if you like the brain will actually fit inside this size cranium. Right. Like, none of, like no, no, there's no, there's no train. There's no like actual like. Yeah, you know, this is a person that we're we're looking for somebody that fits this mold, has this type of blood type, these kind of you know, this filling the blame for all the transplant stuff, and then yep. we abduct them or we plot on them from there. They just like, eh, yeah, we'll put a bit on them, like blood type. Never mind it. Yeah, run it. All right, so like, if you forgive um, certain things, and also like, this is not how t- hypnotism works at all, right? So, right. Uh, yeah, I think a major part of it. Um what hinges, the story hinges on is the relationship between Chris and Rose. Right. And whether we knew, like, Ro- we knew if Rose, like, was going to turn and when she turned. I had no idea it was going to happen. Uh, I thought Rose was on the up and up until she wasn't. And <laughs> she was pretty much the most diabolical character in the movie. Uh, when watching it on a rewatch, it's just like, she's incredible. As far as, like, the being on the other side. Well, yes. Like she built the, the trust. The, the reason why I say she's more about well, one, she's she's literally using um, what do you call it? Uh, emotional warfare, right? So, like she she like she's basically like the praying mantis who like after has after you have sex with like bites your head off and kills you, right? So, yeah. like there's one thing you look at from the other side, like looking at her brother, right? So we don't know how many bodies her brothers had brother. How do people she snatched? Like we only see him uh, snatch the Andre guy, right? But yeah. you see from her perspective, you see that box full of pictures. Those are all. I mean, those are clearly all people that they that they've done the body snatch shenanigans with, right? So yeah. you look at her trail of bodies; a lot long. The, the, from what we know, like the list is longer, so she looks more diabolical. But I don't really. But there is something to be said about like the brother, you know, the, the creepy ass brother on the other end with that fucking mustache and yes. that fucking voice and that fucking whatever. Um, that car. Like, dude, there's nothing. <laughs> Not, like that dude is like the creepiest character like I think I've ever have ever witnessed. Like I can't think of anything more smarmy, more just disgusting and whatever. Yeah, um, he was like he's like as slimy as Enzo Amore is. Like he was even slimier. Like <laughs> like, the, like he was like he was just flat out like from the second you hear it, like from one sentence, like oh I hate this guy. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's uh, that guy that that you just wish somebody would fight him in high you ever, school. You ever had the people that you like? You like you like yeah, that person's evil. Yeah, or that person's like a bad person, and then like on the back end, you find out like you're justified if or if you, you or you never are justified. You just like you just get a bad vibe from somebody, and then like you find out oh yeah that that justifies all shit. Like it will be obviously like you find out oh yeah oh yeah that that definitely seems like somebody that will be a, a fucking abductor of of, of human beings. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That person definitely a, a, a human trafficker. So, um, you know, like, I, you know, and I, and, I, and I thought it was really fitting um, on one end how they <laughs> they have the father who comes in after they hit the deer and everything. Like, they're, like the deer thing is so smart because one on one end, like, obviously, if you've seen much horror, like, there's always a jump, a jump scare. Uh, cut where you know either somebody's about to have sex or some, something funny has happened or somebody's driving in something happens in this case it was a deer right and that, that draws you into the movie it makes you like yeah. fall in so then sink yeah sink 
<laughs> sink, sink into the movie, right? So, so then from there, like, the next scene, like, you're like, this movie is so tight, like, everything, like, it's like Randy Orton, everything, like, everything it does in the ring means, means, means something. So, you see that whole scene, and then it cuts to the whole, uh, the cop situation, right, where the cop is asking for the, the dude's ID, and I, and I thought this was really interesting, how, I thought it was really smart as well, how, um, you see he, you know, asked for the ID, even though he's not driving, which is it's funny, because, like, you remember, uh, what movie, what, or video, video, the, uh, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down, Diddy, mm-hmm. when Eddie Griffin and, and, uh, and Big Ear are in the car, and they get pulled over, like, are we trying to make it to the spot, we can't, we can't, uh, yeah, we can't get there, and then the cop asked uh, Biggie for ID, and, like, and then Andy Griffin was like, "He's not even driving. What do you need his ID for?" Right. And he's like, "Same thing. It's like he's not even. Dri- she's not driving. What do you need ID for?" And he's like, "Never mind that shit. I'm not going there." He's like, "I'm just here." And you know how many times we like you've dealt with that sort of stuff? Where like, oh yeah, oh oh oh, you're swiping a debit card. Can I see your ID? Right. And shit like you know, stupid shit like that. Right. And then you do and this. Actually, might have been a time where it would have actually like been worth it. To see the ID because like, but that, but that's the point. Like a lot of people in the back end think like that goes that goes completely but, over your but, head. But here's the thing: like when you watch the movie real time, for you find out, find out, like you think like, okay, she's you know she, like, she's she a protector. She's protecting, stand up for her man or whatever, and stand up there being obviously like seeing like there is something to be said about white white allies helping to stand up against racism, right? But yeah. on the back end, you find like, oh yeah, this is a person that's snatching black bodies and really they just didn't need a paper trail of this person was seen was seen, was seen and identified being in this area when he's not, he's gone missing, right? So, um, but the fact that her, like, and also you look at this like, yeah, it's nice to have a white ally, but also like, it's also good for a while to know like when you're putting people in danger. Like, that altercation if it goes left at all, it, like when she when he called when he gets the call on his uh on his right on his uh, walkie talkie and he's like everything's good here. If he said I need some I need some help down here. You're putting you just put, you because the movie? you had enough. <laughs> I'm talking about in a real life situation. I'm not talking about end like, of the life. Like yeah yeah like like that can that can go definitely wrong. It's like oh yeah we have disagreements over this and the third or whatever. You need some help down here or whatever. So. Like she, you know, she's trying to be help. She's, she's, you know, uh, like you look at these from different scenarios. Like, yeah, she endangered him, and she was also protecting herself. And from his perspective, like she's thinking, okay, he, she's she's trying, she's she's trying to stand up for her man or whatever. Looking at it from like depending on when you've seen this movie or where you're at in this movie, like. So I thought it was interesting. And then you get to the part where they uh, they finally get into the house, meet the parents, and they talk about. Um, that they hit the deer, and then the way the dad goes on is like, "Good, I hope you kill all of them." Yeah, um, they're just they're, they're waste on like they're they're killing the, one in a hundred thousand, and yeah, and they're killing the or something about they're bad for they're clogging up everything. They're bad for the environment. Yeah, they're bad for the environment, which sounds a lot like oh, it's bad for the community, you know that sort of stuff. So and they're and it's like and then I thought it was fitting that at the end of the movie he gets his he gets literally killed by the deer he is he basically gets stabbed through the chest by a deer being rammed through that, that's getting rammed by a black person I was like oh gotcha like yeah I see I see that that like that that car that like that uh that irony is really sweet there Jordan Peele I yep. get that like I, I love it um but you know the there whole, and then the party uh and then also the Georgina and Walter. Uh, yeah, let's do the party first. Oh my god! The yeah, par- the party for me is 
I love or the auction. Some of the good parts. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. So one of the, one of the parts of good storytelling is to lead, set up, set up rules. Um, give a give somebody a conclusion to to uh, to to latch on to, and then flip the expectation. Yeah. So once you <coughs> so once you see that um, them doing all the weird all the microaggression stuff like you know uh, oh he's so strong he's so handsome is it you know is it like is it true what they say is it better and then you know talking about you know. If you know you're giving your genetics, if you if you had trained hard enough, you'd be a beast. And yeah. and um, you, you know, know I, I saying, tiger. Well, and yeah, you know? yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. I know tiger. You know, he's a great, great guy. You know, and 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 that sort of thing. Like once you like you just be like, okay, that's just you know flat out just the microaggression shit you deal with when you like when you're basically like in these spaces, right? So. Yeah. Then you get to the part where they're like doing like this silent auction, silence, like slave auction Ooh, thing. You're like, that shit right there. Like, Wait, what the fuck is going on? They're, like, they're like auctioning this dude off for, but for like, for, for fucking what though? And then you get to the part where you find out like, so you're thinking like, that's where you think the horror, like, you go into this movie and you've seen the previews and you think like, okay, this horror movie, like, they're where's gonna, it gonna begin? They're gonna slay, they're gonna like sell him, like, they basically like they're going to abduct this dude and sell him into slavery, yeah, or whatever, right? Or something that, but like some weird thing, right? Some weird sex shit. Yeah, I mean, sex like like, <laughs> like buddy was saying, and that's, and that's another part of the thing. Like he he Rob ties this shit up immediately. Like by but the fr- his name's Rob. Yeah, Rob or Rod? Rod. Uh, Rod. I think it's Rod. Okay, so Rod when he's doing it like. He's pulling back and looking at it from just short side. Like it's almost like you're what like he's basically like the same person in this sitting here with you next to him. Like, I don't know, bro. This, like you're watching movie, like, bro, this seems like some sex slave shit. What the fuck's going on? Or whatever, right? Like halfway clowning about it, but halfway serious. Too. But the, but that's the part is like, yeah, that's a joke. It's like, you know, you had these thoughts your mom watching this movie. And so then by the time you find out what's really going on, they like actually like, no, they're not doing that. What they're doing is they're literally taking out black they're taking black bodies. Taking, pulling out, yoinking out their brains and putting it and planting uh, brains from white people in there as they live their live live on extend their lives, or whatever so they can do whatever yeah. the fuck they want to do. Um, like that is like these are the, like setting the world, showing you the the, the rules, showing you the states, and then like making it way and then worse, flipping it and making it like beyond what you even fucking could have imagined because you were thinking like, yeah, we're going here. You know what? It's almost like the get out challenge. Yeah, the right? get out challenge. It's like, you're going on the straight line, and all of a sudden they turn left and they turn right yep. and make it even more, and make it even more, uh, uh, make it even bigger than you even imagine. And so, if you don't know what James talking about with the get out challenge, uh, <laughs> there's a part where at night, uh, when before he's uh, first dropped into hypnotism, uh, he's outside, uh, kind of wanting a cigarette. Then all of a sudden, the the gardener or the the groundskeeper uh, Walter uh, runs. Full speed, like at him, and then turns at the last second. Like it, it's just hilarious, so every, and so, it's a real moment of what the fuck that yeah. dude needs to leave. So, like, a few, so a few people. All online, that's before the party. So a few people on, online or on Twitter and Instagram have basically memed it up, being like a bunch of people like doing run straight to you and run it off, you know, yeah. just like anything else, like the Running Man Challenge or anything else. So, Ultimate yeah, Warriors on that Get Out Challenge years ago. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> 
Seth Rollins when he cashed in was on the Get Out Challenge. Yes. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, you know, now you want to get into uh, the gra- or Georgina and Walter, then we can. Oh my gosh, yes. And, so, uh, I guess you want to talk about all the black, and also Andrew, or Andre, I'm sorry. Yeah, Andre. So the guy, Andre, since we talked about a party, like it ties in, Andre was at the party. Uh, this guy was snatched in the initial opening scene. Yes. And he uh, runs into Chris at the par- excuse me, at the party, and Chris is, like, relieved to see another black person. Mm-hmm. But he's not quite right. So this guy, Andre, is now known as Logan King, and he rolls up on this guy, and then he's just, like, a complete blank slate. And he's his wife walks up, who's thirty years older than him, and you know it just doesn't look right. Well, and then he also then he snitches. He yeah, 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 he did that. So and that, you know and that's to be that's something to be said about like like I don't I can only speak for myself, right? But yeah, but like it's one thing to like you know when you're in places or whatever, and you see somebody that looks like you, and you're like and you. And not even the fact that, like, and obviously, this isn't a play on, like, all black people know each other. But it's just, it's literally, like, a, a feeling of, for lack of a better word, comfort to know that, like, there's somebody else you that can actually, like, you you may have heard some of the same stories or experienced some of the same things or whatever. So, like, you know, so, like, when he comes up there and, like, he pulls out the fist for the pound and he, he gives, <laughs> he handshakes his pound. Yes. It's kind of like, it's almost like, bro, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. And, and, you know, it's weird. And, you know. And he's dressed like a, like he's, like he's wearing something absurd. I mean, yeah, he's dressed absurd, but like, you know, that ain't too different from what some of us, some of us, some people that we know dress like, right? And they, and look, and they playing, and they, uh, never mind, I ain't gonna say that word, but they're, they're like, there ain't no, there ain't no worry about it whether or not even body snatched, right? So, yeah. um, you know, but really some of the stuff is just, uh, and you know, there's some of the stuff if you look back at it that turns into just like, oh, just innocent stuff that you're saying or whatever turns in like pretty much just foreshadowing. So like almost like a breadcrumb that you just never picked up and realized was even there. So it's when, great how they review that at the end of the movie. So, too. so when Walter comes out, I'm sorry, when George, they first see Georgina and, uh, Catherine Kinner, the, um, the mother's character, um, Says when they go into the kitchen, like yeah, you know she, the, my my uh, the grandmother always felt like leaving something behind in that uh, in the kitchen, yeah. even when she left. And then all of a sudden you see is Georgina. Yeah. Like, after you've seen that movie and you see the second time, like that's what they meant. Ah, and then you know the whole he never quite. You know, when talking about the grandfather that never that got beat down for U.S. track team, by never quite got never, over. Never, it. never quite got over it. Yeah, like it's. Oh, and Georgina and Walter are the grandparents, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Well, so, I think, oh, yeah. I think that was something that, like, once... It's not made abundantly clear, but, like, once you, well, like... it is one... Okay, so, I think... Because, you know, when they do when they do movies, they... They show... You record what you're going to record, they edit it up, they see the raw footage, and then they play it for a test audience to look at this, and they ask them a bunch of questions about movies, right? And then, like... But uh, that doesn't really work, or uh, I didn't understand this, or whatever. And then they go back and they make their, they, you know, studio makes their notes. They go back here, and record more stuff, right? More footage and stuff, fixing these problems or whatever problems we want you to fix. 
or things we think are problems, you need to fix it. And you need to record more stuff so we can add that to the movie or take this or, or replace this with that, whatever, right? So, um, I, the way it seemed to me was this, like, you were supposed to see the scar, the fact that they both wore hats or, or wigs, right? And then once you see the scar on the head, you know that those people that have been, had they, had they, you know, they, they had their tops back. So, <laughs> so, like, you supposed to realize, oh, yeah, they, their bodies have been snatched, too. And then also, like, if you put two together, given that they've been acting so strange or whatever, and they're not following some of these cues that, like, other black people have been. So, like, but for me, when I saw that, uh, the, 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 uh, Walter part, when he finally meets Walter and he says, you know, he taps him on the back and says, good, you know, I hope they ain't working you too hard. Yeah. Like, every, like, you get what that means. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro, I see you work with, you know. Yeah. I, I, I see where you work. I hope they ain't tra- mistreating you, right? Yeah. You know, I'm just checking out for you. Obviously, ain't too much to do, but, you know, I'm just, you know, I've got an eye out for you. You know, right. you, got, you have it. You have hey, a voice. You have a, you have a, a, I guess you could say a, uh, a confidant, right? Uh-huh. Somebody you could, you know, if you got, you got some hardships of what's going on, you'd be like, Hey, bro, like, we can, like, you got a problem with them, like, let me know. We can kind of, I can kind of be put up on game, right. right, about what's going on out here. Right. And he turns around and he's like, no, I'm not doing anything that I don't want. Right. What? And then those teeth, too, are just hilarious. But, 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 you know, the situation, somebody turned, like, if you're in that situation and that would be like, you know, I'm good, like, nah, man, it's all good, you know, right. or whatever. You stick a pound out right. and hopefully you'll get a hand back. Hand right. Back. <laughs> yeah, so, it was, um... But then, you know, I, some of those kids are good, but back to the back when I was saying about the, the thing, like, once they once they did that, I'm assuming, like, they went back over the ending and was like, you need to say, you know, the weird interactions and then the fact that you see, like, the, 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 the scars from this brain surgery ain't enough. You have to also, like, Allison Williams' character needs to say, Grandpa and go get him, or Grandma and go get him, Granddad. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, that's, you know, in real life, that's not something that. If this was a real movie, and never mind the part where I just said about the brain transplant yeah, thing, body snatching. Yeah. It, in real life, she would probably never say that. But for the people that are following at home, like you got to give them some if that's what you're trying to get across right. as your grandparents. Yeah, and it's like especially because that's such a late reveal anyway. Yeah, and then the ending, like Chris is able to actually escape. Uh, through, you know, we didn't really talk much about the hypnosis. I feel like you kind of got to see that part, how they do it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they, he ends up going on like a, the best one man killing spree of a bunch of white people since Django. And um, <laughs> he went out there and uh, and offed everybody, essentially, and crash, ended up crashing his car with Georgina in it. And Georgina dies. He gets out of the car. Well, that ain't Georgina. That's yeah, correct. Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Grandma. <laughs> grandma. Grandma. I mean, grandma, grandma in there. Uh, yeah, Georgina. Uh, the grandma's name. So, they, you know, Allison Williams and her terrible shot is, is shooting at this man. Can't, like, come close to hitting him. Well, there, there are multiple, you know, she drove out of the driveway, so she's shooting with a shotgun. Like, she's, I mean, that's actual. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's actually a distance, and she's covering it by walking. She's not running. Yeah. Like, that car was driving, and it crashed to a tree that's probably, like, more than 50 feet away. Like, she, to me, that that's legitimate that she's not actually going to hit him. And then, uh, like I said, Walter chases him down. Walter ends up, uh, oh, we didn't talk about the picture-taking. Uh, the picture-taking kind of, you know, takes you out of the, the hypnosis, in a sense. 
So the, it's or the flash from the picture. The flash from the picture, yes. And Walter ends up, you know, giving rules that that come up and, and I don't know. You want to take it from here? Okay, so I thought it was I thought it was similar to how the dad how the dad got killed. Yep. I thought it was also interesting that um, at the beginning of the movie, um, Chris asked Dallas and Williams character or the Rose character. Uh, do they know I'm black? And then she goes, no. And he says, well, she's like, well, and you know, she says these jokes like, yeah, you know, I, do you want me to call him and, and tell him I'm bringing my black boyfriend? Like, and then his point was, I just don't want to be chased out the front, off the lawn with, with shotguns. And yeah. then you go to the end of the movie and she's chasing his ass off the lawn with a shotgun, with a shotgun. With a rifle, with yeah. a shotgun. So, uh, a black man, as she said. Yeah, so yeah. I thought that was um, I thought that was you know, iron, iron, nice iron, a nice irony as well. Yeah. Uh, I I just thought it was a really good movie. I mean, the only real hold I'll tell you guys now that I that I thought was um, he finds out that uh, at the end of the movie, all the women or sorry, all the uh, black people he's encountered uh, on this trip have been body snatched and. He comes back and he he saves what he Georgina, even though he knows that Georgina is clearly been body snatched and knows that Georgina is somebody else that and knows that this is a person that like is willfully in on this situation. Right. This isn't Georgina's. This isn't Georgina that got kidnapped. This is Georgina. Or this is a person that Georgina um, got kidnapped for. Right. So like, like the whole situation of I'm not leaving anybody behind. I'm not leaving. Um, I, I, you know, my my mother died. I basically like is, you know, and he feels guilty about the death of her, of her, of his mother uh-huh. uh, leaving. You know, basically by doing, due to inactivity, and then like not leaving behind Rose back when you know, um, in the middle of the movie or towards the end of the second act of the movie. But at that point, he knows flat out that this is an evil person. Yeah, he and no, that doesn't that does not fly. That like. That it's, it's bullshit. But other yeah. than that, like, it's a really tight. It's a really, really it's, like storyline wise. It's a really tight movie that, like, looking at it from from one, looking at it from going in, looking at it like, over again from the back, like justifying everything. Like, it it is tight. Yeah. It is. You watch it twice and you really get a great estimation because it was my second time tight, seeing you, a movie. Yeah, today. you watch it tight and you get a, you watch it twice and you get a better appreciation for how like structurally sound this movie is. Yeah. Or storyline, how how tight the story is structurally, how yeah. sound it is. Because it's, it's dude, amazing, like whether you the, through that first watch, whether you like the turn, like, and it's like you it, it forces you to ask a lot of questions, like either about yourself or you know your and, life or and society. It's, and it's one of the rare thrillers and um, movies like this to where like you know there's a big twist in it, where you watch it and you. You watch it the second time around, and you like it, and you realize that movie is better because, like, a lot of these movies, you know, when they have a gigantic reveal towards the end, once you already know the reveal, it's almost like, it's almost the same thing as, like, you know the finish of a match. Like, yeah. once you know the finish of a match, it's hard for you to, like, get an appreciation for how good a match actually is because you already know, like, oh, I can't buy that finish, because I can't buy that near fall because... I know this person's gonna win. Right. Like, that's the reason why, like, to my to to this day, I believe that um, Undertaker, Sean Ross, Man Twenty Five is the greatest match I've ever seen. 
mm-hmm. wasn't like some crazy ass match because like, I knew Undertaker won that match and I watched him so like holy shit this is nuts uh-huh. so like for me like that's like I you know and the, the movie just it works like I, I mean they, this is a great this is a great movie yeah great movie like in in this fact that this is March and I think the movie came out maybe the end of February yeah yeah end of February like mid of February like I don't think there's gonna be ten movies better than this that we that like that come out. I don't think there there is. Yeah. If uh, there is, it's gonna be a great year for movies. Yeah, I'm gonna need to see all those because like this shit is like it's too deep on too many levels. But that's gonna wrap up the show. Uh, we went pretty long today. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back in the upcoming weeks. We've got a deal we need to do the Biggie Song Tournament. I feel like that, you know, with we had the 20-year anniversary of uh, Biggie's death two days ago. Uh, huge influence on uh, my, you know, musical output over the years. I pretty much, I feel like I took a big leap uh, stylistically at one point, really listening to Life After Death, like, in some in-depth, you know, type ways. But, um yeah, that'll be really fun. We've got our WrestleMania preview coming up in the next couple weeks. And we're going to... I, I think we should find a way to do some type of podcast while we're in Orlando. Like, we'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, we got some cool stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. But, uh, James, you got anything else to add before we roll up out of here? No, I'm good. That's, that's all I got. All right, I- folks. Uh, that'll wrap it up. Uh, keep hating the part-timers, and peace. Later.
I don't want to say it's like some like you know Apollo Creed type shit. Like I'll be willing to die in the ring, but I think it just burns so deep with him that he has to know. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I, don't, I don't take his. I do not take his. Uh, how, like what he pro- what he probably or what most people feel in their heart and heart heart of hearts for uh, in that situation, I, but. Like, there's something to be said about being protected from yourself, right? Correct. So, like, if somebody, you know, so from my perspective, it's like, I understand it. And, like, there are millions of millions of people that have had their, you know, have had dreams be crushed or taken or had something taken from them. And I understand it hurts even more because he's somebody that actually had a dream, achieved his dream, and then had it basically yanked from underneath him. But... For a million different factors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... That's just a, you know, that's, that's Those be the breaks. That is nothing like your brain ain't nothing to fuck around with. Like that's the reason look, that's the reason why they do the whole scrambled eggs or do the whole like this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. Like this is your brain, <laughs> this is your brain with a million fucking concussions, right? Right. So like that so this is that ain't nothing, that ain't nothing to fuck around with. So for me, like that's where I'm at. Like just like, look, I'd love to, like I, I would love more than anything else in wrestling than to see him wrestle again, but at the same time, I hope he never wrestles again. Mm. That's that's where that's why I stand on it. Um. So yeah, I think that'll wrap up uh, the show. Uh, did you want to talk about Get Out real quick before we get up out of here? Before we literally get out? Uh, okay. Uh, give me one second. Yeah. Um, I need to pull this thing. It'll be. A, I'll put a clock on it. Everyone be short. Otherwise, we'll be over talking for like three, two hours about Get Out. So give me. Um, so let me just put a timer. I'm going to put four minutes so we can do like a, um, let's say we do like a non-spoiler version for like a little bit for people that haven't seen it yet. And then like, we can take you talk four minutes after that. Just okay. Whatever else. Right, and so, then you guys can cut the podcast. So we'll say, Hey, cut the podcast off. Yeah. And then okay. come All back right. and, you know, okay. So, so we ended up going a little long, um, Check it out as a short that'll be uploaded separately from this. Uh, enjoy uh, that other part. Thank you for listening to One Nation Radio. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.